Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, August 8th, 2020, and this is number 36. And coming up on today's show, we are going to be talking about how Microsoft and Apple have been butting heads this past week as Microsoft announced xCloud will not be coming to iOS Spider-Man is coming to the Marvel Avengers game, but only on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. And we finally, finally know what Rocksteady's next game is going to be. So we will be talking about all of that and more in just a bit. But for now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by my friend Ignacio Rojas. Ahoy, ahoy. What's going on, dude? Everything is good over here, still during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only diff- thing, the new, only new thing now is that I I just went back to classes. Okay, so that means we'll start that up again. Yeah, I have to wake up earlier now on certain days. So, la- luckily, I have some days that I, I can wake up late. Uh-huh. So that's good. Yeah, but yeah. That's mostly the new stuff going on. Okay. Other than that, oh, everything just like always in these quarantine times. Indeed. Uh, How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay, but I was actually about to toss it right back to you because last oh. week you were uh, sick, which is why we did not put out an episode and we did not have time to reschedule during the week so here we are yeah a week later yeah it wasn't so much as that i was sick it was it was more that i wasn't feeling all right gotcha gotcha yeah it wasn't just sickness i was <laughs> i didn't get corona guys <laughs> okay chill out but uh yeah we we are back uh i am doing okay i was mentioning before we started recording i am super tired i got out of bed for Ignacio. Today, that was it. This is the only thing that I have I'm sorry, to do Kyle. today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forced you to do actually something productive today. <laughs> it's all for you, Ignacio. I just love you. I love you so much. It's for the listeners, man. <laughs> it's for them that we do it. Indeed. Uh, let's see. Let's 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 hop into some video g- g- games because I think we got a lot to talk about this week, uh, especially since we yes. missed some of this stuff. This past week, uh, where are you with Ghost of Tsushima? Oh, I've already finished it. Nice, same here. Which I yeah, I was gonna say I, I think you already also had already finished. Yeah. So what did you think? I really enjoyed it. I th- I yeah. thought it was really really good. Um, I can see how some people would maybe be a little bit more middling on the game, but this is mm-hmm. exactly the kind of game that I really, really enjoy. Um, I think it started pretty strong. I think somewhere in the middle, it kind of plateaued. And then I think it mm-hmm. ended very st- 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 strongly as well. Mm-hmm. Um but 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 yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I want to go after the platinum. Uh, I really oh. liked all of the combat stuff. I uh, ghost mode is so much fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I had a blast. Uh, that oddly enough, I thought the third act 
that though was kind of lacking uh yeah for, for, for the most part mm-hmm. it, it kind of is just like sure. okay you're in the third act let's get on with the story and let's just finish yeah up the it's game. a bit of a shorter act yeah um, i would say which is fine because again i yeah. i enjoy the the story enough I, I i don't think it's that much of a super memorable story but i i think uh a lot of the themes that they were doing in this game really shine through especially in that third act mm-hmm. um which it which I, I i don't know how much we want to get into spoilers but being as vague as possible there is this one scene um where you are in this like circular area and there's a bunch of leaves on the ground and one half of it is red and one half of it is white and these two characters go to opposite (laughs) opposite ends and it makes a yin yang i don't know if you know that yeah and it, it is it's kind of hidden in in there but once you think about it that was like the whole uh like main theme of the game mm-hmm. which for some reason i feel like is a chinese thing but i don't know um i think uh, who knows i think but, it is mainly a chinese thing but there are a lot of things that permeated more than china sure, yeah. over all of the other asian country sure. countries but yeah, it it, it 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 is these two kind of like warring ideologies of like, hey, do mm-hmm. do do we maintain our honor as samurai, and when we kill people, we only kill people because they deserve it, and we only kill them when they know that that's what we're going to do, or mm-hmm. are the times changing, and are we gonna have to change with them and start you know fighting back in ways that might be a little bit dishonorable um yeah or very i mean dishonorable with regards to that that fight that i think it's the one that you're referencing Mm -hmm. has one of my favorite favorite lines of the game which is one of the characters says to the other one something i'm paraphrasing so they're like you are dishonorable you're fighting without honor or something like that and then the other character responds and you're being a slave to honor yeah which i I thought it was it encapsulated a lot of the theme of the story Mm -hmm. about how all of the balance of honor and is honor worth more than the lives of all of these soldiers yeah or all the lives of all these people what's honor worth exactly um yeah I, i i think one of the things that i can also say about the game now that i've beaten it is i i don't know if through the gameplay it it really justified that theme but i think within the story it it, it did that well like i i mm. i feel like a lot of the gameplay was definitely pushing you towards one path like a certain path but there there, there is no morality system in the game right so it's like mm-hmm. you don't really have an option like you kind of need to become the ghost but the start of the game is is like hey you can play as the ghost if you want to and use these more you know ninja style tactics and stuff like that or you can be a samurai 
and there's certain things that's like in this situation you need to be a samurai and then with a lot of it it's it's like hey you need to be yeah. the ghost well to that point i think that what you said about the gameplay making you lean more towards one side or the other i think that that's more i think the game does a good job at, at letting you choose which side you're going towards you know in a way in the in the gameplay sense except for some specific points here and there mm-hmm. but then by the end to your point where you become the ghost i don't think that when jean becomes a ghost and he takes on the mantle of ghosts and i'll be the ghost of tsushima for these people sure. i don't think that that means necessarily a ghost in the same sense as the gameplay makes it out to be as you have either ghosts or samurai and ghost is just stealth and and in the shadows i think that more towards the end when jean chooses to be the ghost it means more that i'll i'll take both sides i won't choose one over the other i'll do what's mm. necessary i'll choose the side that it's necessarily necessary for that one specific point which is something i i, I think the gameplay reflects in a sense that again i i don't think that the game necessarily pushes you towards one side of the other or the other except for some points in the story which the game does force you to take one side but I think that by the end, him being the ghost means I'll do I'll do what's necessary. I'll pick the side or the road that's necessary for yeah for the best outcome for the people. Yeah, because he's he's not like but I think it necessarily means just I'll be just uh, a ghost in the sense on on how the gameplay puts it as it yeah. just being in the shadows or because he's I think by the back. He's, he's not necessarily like completely given up on the way of the samurai. No. Like he, he's like yeah. that's ultimately still what he's doing. He's just I'm choosing like, hey, there, there, there will be moments that we need to do something else, and we, we can't yeah, be and, slaves and, to this mm-hmm. system. And the story also, I think Gene at some point talks about how that's the old way of the samurai. Yeah, this is a new way. Yeah, this is a new way that we should follow. Stuff. Good stuff. I, yeah. I, I think personally. Right now, this is sitting at my number three spot for my top Ooh. ten games of the year so far, mm. just underneath uh, Final Fantasy VII. Like, mm. yeah, real quick, I also want to give my thoughts on the on the game overall. Sure. I really liked it. I li- I really like the story. Like I said, I I mentioned before last time, the last time we talked, how in a way I felt. I don't know, kind of like guilty whenever I, I chose the ghost way. Mm-hmm. I, I s- did a stealth kill or I used my ghost weapons. I felt guilty because I, I thought that wasn't what I had to do. The but by the end, scum. exactly. <laughs> so, but but by the end, like I said, I my the the way I play the game reflected the way Jin saw saw it. Sure. Or, or or it reflected the the journey that Jin had, where by the end I was using both. I was using both the ghost and the samurai. Okay. I became the ghost of Tsushima in in the gameplay. That makes and sense. And I, I really, 
And I really liked the journey that Jin had. Because by the beginning, in the beginning, he was a samurai. I'm going to be a samurai, going to be honorable and yada, yada, yada. But by the end, when he has to face the people that know him and he he becomes the ghost to all of the people of Tsushima, he is going to be the hero or he is going to be the being that people can look look at for inspiration and they will also rise against the enemy. He's going to be that figure. And I really liked how the game Jin had that that journey in the game. Yeah. Stuff. And comparing it a, a little bit with with the other game, other big game that came out recently, which is The Last of Us Part Two. My thoughts with the ending of The Last of Us Part Two were very negative. I really didn't like the ending, how they addressed the ending. Mm-hmm. And Ghost of Tsushima, I really liked how they did it. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, it, and, it had a very, very strong ending. I was not uh, yeah. expecting what they what they did with that. I was like, oh, I was not expecting this. Oh, my God, I have to... Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> And it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that, for example, The Last of Us didn't have a, like a happy ending. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Ghost also didn't have a happy ending at the end. Not everything got resolved for Genie. It wasn't the outcome that he wanted. But I think that Ghost of Tsushima handled the ending much better than The Last of Us. And because of that, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I would put Ghost of Tsushima higher than The Last of Us Part oh, 2. Oh, man. Yeah, interesting. Because I can't I, believe I said to, it. to continue on with the comparison, and I, 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 this is not the best way to criticize something, in my opinion. But like, I, I, I thought that the, the story in Ghost of Tsushima was fine. I, I really, really liked these side characters, especially uh, Sensei, Sensei Ishikawa. Um, mm-hmm. his his story arc I thought was amazing. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah. there's a pivotal moment in the, the, the there where a character dies and it didn't really have an impact for me. And that I think was supposed to be like the emotional turn in the story. And I think I didn't feel like it. I I I I think I did not feel that emotional weight behind it because I hadn't spent that much time with the characters and a mm-hmm. lot of the like some some smaller more nitpicky things I think the game did, did kind of took me out of the story um mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is like it it would start a cutscene and it would be like okay meet me you know here and we'll we'll talk talk about the next mission and you have to walk like 10 feet and hit one button and it's just like well why didn't you just make that one big cutscene? like there was literally nothing (laughs) else for me to do in that in that section it was just like i like i i feel like the the story would have shined a whole lot more if they had like spent much more time with these characters and stuff because i loved them and i wanted more of them and it was just like i mm-hmm. i i spent enough time with them to be like hey they're cool and all but like i 
I don't felt like I got enough of them or en enough that uh, to at least the the standard that I wanted. It's like, man, this would be so neat if if mm. we got to spend some more time with them and dig into their stories and stuff like that. So, yeah, sure. I I to that point, I do think that you're right that that death in particular wasn't that impacting because of the death, mm -hmm. although. I also think that it might have been also overcome by the fact that that death was so brutal. Yeah. I wasn't expecting how brutal it, it would be. Yeah. But even though that death in particular wasn't that impactful, like making you feel for that character in particular that died, I do think that the impact that that had on another character that you were cl very close to, I I did feel that. I did feel sad for the other character that would have to deal with that death. Yeah, there death. there there was that and I I think that character in particular like again that story was really really good. But then mm -hmm. there's another character, another side character, a merchant who is affected by by the, the death. Oh, but you don't spend as much time with that character. That character is kind of annoying and it's just, it's just like but at the end of the game he has this really poignant moments where he's 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 just like look i'm not cut out for any of what's happening and he's essentially like i'm only here for the character that died he's like that's why i'm here so i'll do anything i can and i think something like that would be a a a much better moment and would be much more impactful if we had gotten to know that relationship if we had stayed with them a little bit longer or had more uh just more character moments with them just, yeah. just like smaller sure. moments i think i so there there is one moment that i will kind of spoil here uh which i, <laughs> I think is one of my favorite moments in the game and this is exactly what i want more of there is a mission that you went on um with uh, God, what was her name? It was T Taka and her brother. Yuna. Yuna. You, you go on... No, sister. Uh, sister, yeah. Um, you, you go on this mission with Yuna, and then Taka ends up coming along. Uh, and after you kind of clear out the mission, you are sitting on a roof with T Taka. And he's... He, he asks you a, qu a, qu a question, something along the lines of like, hey, are... Do you ever get scared? And and you you have to answer him, and you're just like, yeah, I think we're we're all scared. He's like, man, Yuna is never scared, and you're like, no, she's actually scared too. You know, like she's she's right there with us. We're all scared in in this thing. And I I I thought that moment was amazing, and I was just like, here's here's. This guy who can't really do much besides make besides make weapons, who wants to be more helpful, but is just way too scared and doesn't really know how to help out. Yeah, and 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 he he's he sees people like you, the ghost, like his sister, that that just seem to be these like unyielding brave warriors and he's just like man they're never scared and you're just like no that's actually not true we are scared 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, that 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 moment hit for me real, really, really yeah. hard. But I don't think we got much of those moments or enough mm-hmm. of them. Mm. I I don't know. I do think that we got a good amount of them, especially since the game actually lets you spend time with certain characters that mm-hmm. if you were only going through the main mission and not taking up any of the side quests, you would just see them as side characters. But I do think that the game does a good job at letting you have time with those quote-unquote side characters. Yeah, yeah, don't... don't. How they also have their own stories. And I think that you, through those, I would say with most, you do actually get some sort of connection with them. Yeah, and I, I ag- agree with that. Don't, don't, uh, I guess, take that in the wrong way that I thought the side characters weren't great. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought they were incredible. I just, it, it like, I wanted more of them because they were so good. And so, like, those moments, though, we got them with most of those characters. It was like, I want more of that. Like, give me more moments <laughs> like that. Cause it, it it was so good, but yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, and also the other sad moment that the game had that I wanted to give a shout out, or another great moment that the game had was the death of the other character that comes mm-hmm. later. Yeah, man, that that hit you in, in a way. Yeah, that that I wasn't expecting. That one sucked. Yeah, that one sucked. Okay. And it wasn't. I didn't see it coming. It, not at all even when when it was about to happen i wasn't expecting it to actually happen yeah and then what comes after that man it, it really did hit me yeah that was good good mm-hmm. uh moving on because we still have a bunch to t- talk about uh <laughs> ignacio you've been playing fall yep. guys it looks like me and Pretty much everyone on online. I have yet to try media. it out, so I am really I am slacking. Yeah. Oh man, you should try it out. It's a lot of fun. So, what is it? How is it? Are you liking it? What's up with all guys? Okay, so as to what is it, the way I would describe it is kind of like. A mixture between a battle royale game and one of those competition games that you would see on television where it's someone has to go through an obstacle course and get to the other side, but the obstacle course is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Most extreme elimination challenge. Through... Yeah. Stuff like that. You, you would have <laughs> to jump through platforms and not. I don't know, sleep and fall down to the water or the mud underneath. Yeah. It's basically that, but a video game. That's fun. So you start with 60 players. And you would go, you go through about four or five challenges. Each one is different. And it's not the same challenges every time that you played. Mm-hmm. So the challenges have certain requirements for you to go to the next to the next part. For example, the first one is okay, you are 60 players, the first 40 players that get to the other side get to go to the next level and you would go through an obstacle course. Then the next one is 
okay, you are in this giant wheel that's turning and it has some obstacles in it and 15 players have to die. And then the next one is you are you're split into teams. There's two large soccer balls and you have to get it into the other team's goal. Okay. And the winning team gets to pass and you go and go and go until you're more or less like nine, seven, eight players. Mm -hmm. And by the end, you get to get the crown. Okay. And, it, and that's it, pretty it, much it, the it, game. It, 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 is it like a race to who can get the crown first? Or is it just like last man standing? No, you have to knock them I all mean, off. It, or again, all of these are, they are never the same. They are all random always. Sure, yeah. So the last one could be, yes, there is one last obstacle course. There is a physical crown in the in the top. You have to race to be the first one to grab it. Okay. It could also be, I don't know, you are nine players. One of you has a tail. And you have to, the last person with the tail wins. And you can, if you don't have the tail, you have to get to the other player and steal the tail. Gotcha. Stuff like that. It's never this, not never, but it is random as to okay. which challenge you have to do. That makes sense. And that, I, I think that's pretty fun. To, it, it isn't always the same. And yeah, that's pretty much all of the game. All, all that the game is. It, it's just a set of challenges and you have to be the last one standing, basically. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. It seems For good like reason, it's a lot been of people taking think. the internet by storm. I know it's been doing really well <laughs> yeah. on Twitch and stuff like that. Yeah. So The stuff. only problem that there has been, and it has to do with how popular it is, is that the game is constantly under maintenance. Yeah. Online because of so many people. server maintenance, and a lot of people hopping yeah. on is going to crash the servers. Yeah, and it, it was kind of to be expected because... The game just came out, and it, it is on PlayStation Plus for this month. Yeah. So a ton of people were going to play it either way. Especially after the beta that so many people came out of it talking about how great the game is. Indeed. And it is. I totally recommend that. If you want to have a fun time and you have, say, 10, 15 minutes to spare, just go for it. Try to be the last one standing. Cool. It is a lot of fun. Good stuff. Uh, tell me about this Marvel's Avengers beta. Ooh. That's what I want to hear okay. next. Okay. So, we all know the Avengers, right? I do, yes. So, it's basically that, but in a video game. Moving on. Nah. Uh, so, so the, all this month, uh, there's going to be betas every weekend for the, the, next, the upcoming Avengers game. Sure. And this week, it, it was for the the people who pre-ordered the game. And I thought that this game, for it to be a beta, it is a very meaty beta, I did. So, okay. first of all, it, it includes a section that we've all seen, the Golden Gate mission. Mm -hmm. It starts you up with that. Then it gives you a bit more of, a, of side missions after that. And then it's all different types of Warzone missions. Sure. 
So I don't know what what do you want to know about it? Well, so I I I saw I was watching Lawrence Sontag stream it for like five or ten minutes. He was playing as the Hulk inside some laboratory. What are your thoughts on the game overall? Is this something you are looking forward to? Is that has the beta kind of tempered your expectations? Be like, oh well, this is okay. Still not looking like what I thought it was gonna be, or what? How like how does the game feel? Like th- those are kind of the things that I want to know. Hmm. So this game has a very hard task at its hand. That it it is carrying the Avengers name. It does, yeah. And that with it carries a lot of weight. And before we even got the beta through trailers and on of hand demos people haven't been so high on this game so now that i I got the time to play the beta Mm -hmm. it is a lot of fun to play interesting it isn't perfect there are a lot of details here and there that i wish they could iron out but we're a month out so i doubt that that would happen it isn't the game that i would want want it to be for it, it since it is an Avengers game and I love the Avengers it isn't the game that I wish it was but what's in there it is a lot of fun so to get a bit of, of what's in the beta first you got the like I said the Golden Gate section of the game that we've seen a lot through trailers and and demos that they've shown and I don't think that, that is a good way to demo the game Especially the beta, to be honest. So that section, it has you going through all of the Avengers that you'll be playing through. Okay. You got Thor, you got Captain America, you got Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow. They each get their own small section of the demo. Sure. Thor is even there, and it, it is a lot of fun. It, I know a lot of people have been talking about how they want Thor's hammer to feel like the axe in God of War, if you played it, you'd know what what that means, how that axe there feels so great. And I think it does a a good job of doing that, except that it it isn't hitting it quite there. But Thor isn't in the beta, so that's kind of weird that you get to play as Thor there, just for a small section. Interesting. Captain America, I thought it was a lot of fun to play, Something that I liked of the game that I wasn't expecting was how the game nails the moves that you would want these characters to have. A lot of times I had the... I was like, I wonder if the character would do this in the game and it would actually do it. Or even if I wasn't expecting it. I, I think that the game does a good job at, at make, letting you do what you would think the character could do. So you play as Captain America there. Captain America isn't in the rest of the beta. Then you play as Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is the worst example of a character. The worst showcase of a character that isn't in the game. The game first, when you take control of Iron Man, the the game first has you flying through the Golden Gate, hitting the certain enemies. And if you see that out of context... I would be afraid that that's all the gameplay that 
all of the Ironman, all of the Ironman gameplay that there is. Sure. It's you flying, just flying around. It's basically just a flight game, flying game. It isn't. It's. I I didn't like that section, and then when I played as Iron Man, I really loved playing as him. So that gives me has me more calm there. Okay. That's and then you play as Hulk. Hulk plays great. You play as Black Widow. You play plays great. Interesting, because I've 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 seen a lot of people online. Uh, actually walk away from this being like, this is very bland. This is not what I want. Uh, I was listening to the Game Informer podcast before this, and yeah, they were just like, this does not feel good at all. Um, Yeah, for sure it is that type of game that a lot of people will love and a lot of people will not get into. Mm -hmm. And I think that, to my surprise, I think I'm in the side that I am really enjoying it yeah because then i i, oh, that I, I saw uh greg miller <laughs> being like this is gonna be amazing right yeah he's like i'm i'm gonna love this game so i yeah it seems polarizing mm-hmm. yeah to that point there was this section in particular that reminded me a lot of the division it really looked and felt like a lot of like the division 2 and the division is a game that i stopped playing after a couple of days, because I felt that it was too repetitive. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself having that same issue here. Even though the game might be repetitive in the same way, I think that just because you are the Avengers and it does make you feel like the character, like I said, plays like how the character should. Okay. I think that's going to keep me liking the gameplay itself, even if it gets repetitive here and there. But overall, I I came out of the beta really enjoying it, enjoying it more than I thought I would. I actually feared that I wasn't going to like the game before before I played it. Gotcha. So I'm glad that coming out of it, I'm I'm enjoying it, and I'm hopeful that the game I will like the game when it comes out. Good stuff. Side note: I have a question for you, Ignacio. <laughs> You happen Go to know when the season finale for Agents of Shield is supposed to be? <laughs> or yeah, has next it, week. Oh, it's next. It's next week. The series finale. Yeah, the like end of yeah. the show. Okay, cool. Because I, 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 <laughs> what did you ask? I wait for all, all, all of that to come to Netflix and stuff, and I was just curious as to when that might be. So if it's just ending this next week, it might be month or so after that who knows dude this season has been great good and i'm sad that it, to know. it's all ending yeah good stuff uh well let's see i i've i got to play a game called carrion this week carrion carrion yeah uh this came out to uh xbox game pass uh so i played it here on my pc uh and it is they they describe it as a reverse horror game where you play as a giant red tentacle monster uh, and you are trying to escape from this laboratory, this underground lab. Um, and you know what? This is a great game. I I enjoy this a really? lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been seeing mixed reviews it's, out there. It's, yeah, it's it's not the best. I I don't think this will make a lot of people's top 10 lists um 
but I I really enjoyed my time. It's a very short g- g- game. It's only like five or so mm-hmm. a- hours to to beat the whole thing. Um, and yeah, you 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 play as this monster, and uh, it it's not re- really a two D platformer, but it is this like two D pixel art t- type of thing where uh, you kind of have to navigate through these spaces to kill all of these people and survive and solve these puzzles about how to navigate the stuff and it's just it's a lot of fun just like mashing all of these humans up and eating them and stuff like that and as as you eat more people you get more health uh and as the game progresses you get more powers and stuff so you mm. so you get to more obst- obstacles and you can like oh now i can open up vents and stuff like that and now i have an attack that will beat the this t- type of a- 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 enemy um and as the g- game progresses and the more powers you get they kind of cycle out of the powers that makes sense so you only have like f- no or you only have four slots for powers and so you start to get more of these powers you get uh you you, you know you get one type of attack you get another type of attack you get something else you get something else as you continue you'll get a fifth thing but one Mm -hmm. of those things that that are in your four slots will be replaced by that fifth Uh. thing right but instead of it just being gone for ever the Mm -hmm. powers that you have are based on the size of your monster so okay in the first part of the game you only have i think like six health blocks as you progress into act two of the game your health doubles and when you're in that uh like when you're like 50 percent health and above your monster is bigger and he has certain powers uh, and then when you get into the third act of the game, you get like a third health thing. And so your monster is even bigger um, and you get more powers that way. But as you lose health and mm-hmm. it, as as you go from, you know, that that third gigantic monster, as bad guys start shooting you, your health goes down. And once you get into that second tier, you then only have the powers that are associated with that second tier. And your monster is smaller and stuff. So you, you can get down to this like itsy bitsy teeny tiny little red tentacle looking monster thing. Um, and then to solve some of the puzzles you have to like uh, like deposit some of your mass and, and stuff of just like oh, I'm too big to fit in this one thing. So I need to go like chop off half of my body. Then means I can go through this thing, and then from there I have to go eat someone to get my mass back up. So then I can unlock this thing and stuff like that. So it's 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 a neat little puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not scary. It's it's not <laughs> a horror g- 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 game in that sense, but it is uh, kind of violent. Um, yeah. It's, oh, so it's you just... play like a horror character. I would call that a. Yeah, the character is, you're playing like more like a horror character. 
Yeah, like you, you it, instead of like you walking around by yourself in this like abandoned underground laboratory, and there's this monster hunting you. It's you are the monster, you are and the so monster. You, you are just kind of wreaking ha- 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 havoc mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, Kyle, have you ever played the mutant blob games? I think I have not. No. Mm. Is is is, okay, is, so, is it kind of reminding you of? Yeah, that? it is reminding me in the, in the way that the mutant blob. I think games, if not game, the, it, it is about you being kind of like this amoeba type thing where you. The whole thing is that you have to consume whatever you see, and that makes you get bigger. And by getting bigger, you then can absorb bigger stuff and get out right. of rooms, and eventually you'll start eating people and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> eventually it's a you lot became a, a like you that. become as big as the planet. So yeah. it it was reminding me a lot of that. So I wanted to ask you, what type of game is this? Is it like a Metroidvania game? Are you in stages? It has is very it? very light Metroidvania stuff with the powers that you that you, that you get right because like once. Once you, it's like, oh, I just unlocked this thing that will help me go through events. Now mm-hmm. I can go back to some of the stages that I played and, you know, get into some secret areas. Um, but it's it's not much. It's pretty linear in in that sense. Like you're you're in this compound, this like underground laboratory. And you end up going back to certain sections multiple times, but uh usually two sections that like you not it eh, i I feel like that makes it sound more like a metroidvania but it's really not um i it's i it's not really like a 2d platformer Mm -hmm. in the way like celeste was because it's not difficult to move around the map you're guy basically sticks to walls and stuff so is it just one map or wherever. is it is stages it's it's like one giant map mm-hmm. uh where like with screens i i guess might be a way to describe it where you have like one screen and there's like you can go off to the left you can go up or you can go down and you have to like work your way to the bottom part and go down the tube that's there, and that will get you to the next screen and stuff like that. Um, but it that that I, I think is maybe the biggest problem of the game is that navigation is not great within this mm. game. It's it's kind of a big laboratory. It can get confusing if you don't know where to go. Um, and it it really d- does not do a great job of signposting you to like, hey, you need to go here next, or you need to go do this. You just kind of have to explore and hope you find the right thing. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's also no map to be like, okay, I've already gone to those sections and stuff like that. So it's just you are this like monster thing. You have to go and explore and escape actually so mm. it's good check it out fun yeah it, it's on game pass right correct yeah yeah on sounds game like pass. a game pass game and i believe it's it's on both xbox and pc so i think it's on switch too 
you would be right because I saw the the something about hey we changed the switch icon oh, on yeah. the screen the, the, the icon yeah it was this like red mass of like tentacles and flesh and and, and just disgusting stuff but it it kind of looked like a vagina <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a little strange there but uh yeah they 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 fixed it they they changed it there but uh yeah it's good you guys should go check it out if you have some time. Mm-hmm. Nasia, what else have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing a lot of stuff this week. Ironically enough, I've been playing now more, even though I'm I'm back in school. Mm-hmm. So I finally picked up Paper Mario: The Origami King. Mm-hmm. The origami. Origami. Uh, origami. I'm I'm enjoying it. So- <laughs> I've enjoyed it so far. I this is my first Paper Mario game that I played. Okay. I one thing that I really liked about the game is that the game has a humor that you don't see in other Mario games. Yeah. Yeah, it really, really like does. And I like how it is both very charming and very colorful and very joyful, but at <laughs> the same time it's very messed up in a lot of places. Yeah. yeah, it really is. But I I really like that aspect. Uh, uh, what is I I haven't gotten very far yet. I'm only playing it here and there for very small chunks of time. So okay. I, I haven't played much. I just got to Toad Town and to the to what's left of Peach's Castle. Gotcha. And I found okay. Luigi. And it also took me a bit to get to that part because I got stuck not that far before that. I got stuck at Toad Town. So that uh, took me a while to... What what was it that you were stuck on? So apparently, uh, in order to advance, you had to get this hook for the manhole. Right. The thing is, I don't think the game made a good job at telling you a where it was and then when I finally went to where I was supposed to go the game wasn't triggering the thing that needed to trigger in order for me to advance ah interesting so I looked it up and it turned out that I in order for it to trigger I had to go talk to one shy guy one specific shy guy and then talk to another shy guy and then go back to the warehouse where I was supposed to go and and then it would trigger gotcha Okay. But yeah, yeah, for a while I didn't know where I had to go. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to d- 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 dive back into that game this week, uh, and really sit down with that one. But yeah, it's it's a funny g- g- yeah. game. It's just delightful. It's jo- joyful. Yeah. The oh. only negative that I have is that the gameplay is a bit too simple. The fighting is a bit too simple, to me. Yeah. It, it will pick up as you continue. The puzzles will get a little bit more difficult. And like you heard me say a couple weeks ago, those boss fights are kind of challenging. Mm. So once, yeah, once you get there, I think it, no, it I'm, will I'm playing pe- it slowly, pe- but surely. Good stuff. Yeah. And then the last thing that I've been playing is that now that I finished Ghost of Tsushima, 
for a while I've been wanting to go back to Final Fantasy 15. Okay. So I finally what, restarted it. What made you want to hop into Final Fantasy 15? Well, when it first came out, I really liked Final Fantasy 15. It was even my game of the year that year. Sure. Um, so now that I paid more attention to Final Fantasy and I played through Final Fantasy 7 and 7 Remake and seen a lot of more stuff, I wanted to go back to Final Fantasy 15 knowing more about the world and the lore. Okay. And also, I, like I said, I really like that game, so I, I wanted to go back because of that. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. I haven't played it much yet this time, but hopefully I'll keep playing more, especially since it's going to be a month since until the next game that comes out that I want to play, which is Avengers. Yeah. So I have plenty of time. But yeah, no, I don't have much to say about that one. Well, let's move on to housekeeping and then we can get into the news of the week. If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here on The Whatnots. Uh, You guys can go to our website, thewhatnots.com, for more information or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, by time this goes live, our Patreon-exclusive episode of the Reactor Core uh, should be up and live on our website as well. Uh, so if you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. Uh, and it's at that $3 tier uh, is when you guys can uh, get all of the exclusive content and stuff like that. That one... Uh, has Melissa and me reacting to movie trailers from different decades, uh, which should be a lot of fun. This one is from movie trailers from the 2010s, so they're a lot more recent, stuff like that. And uh, it's interesting because one of the trailers that we reacted to in that exclusive content uh, is a movie that we are then covering on the review show this week. We watched Murder on the... Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, uh, so that is what we'll you watch that one. Talking about that, I I had not seen that one yet. So mm. this was my first time watching it. But I enjoyed it. So yeah, uh, yeah. You guys will have to go hear our full thoughts on that over on the review show. Uh, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the five dollar tier. So thank you, Sam, for helping us out. Uh, for keeping the mics on, we appreciate it so much. Thank you for supporting us. Big shout out to Sam. Indeed. Uh, I believe that's it for housekeeping. So let's get into the news. Okay, we're circling back around to Marvel's Avengers because Spider-Man is coming to that game exclusively to PlayStation. Uh, This is coming from Jeremy Winslow over at GameSpot, who writes, Developer Crystal Dynamics has confirmed that Spider-Man will join Marvel's Avengers roster as as free, despite not appearing in in 
any promotional material before. The character will be released as post-launch DLC. The studio also confirmed that the Web Slinger will be exclusive to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. If you're on Xbox or, or, or PC, you will be left out of the fun. This c c c c comes after the PS4 exclusive Spider-Man game released in 2018 and just before the launch of Spider-Man Miles Morales on PlayStation 5. Interesting news. Interesting indeed. I, yeah. I, I mean, I was going to buy this on PlayStation anyways, so good for me, I guess. But <laughs> in general, I think this kind of sucks, to be honest. Yeah, I, I I'm not surprised. Like I was expecting this to happen, but it kind of sucks. Yeah, I I was surprised. It was, if I'm not mistaken, at the beginning of the week there was a rumor floating around how Spider-Man was going to be on the game and coming exclusive to PS4, mm -hmm. and I thought that that I didn't think that was going to happen because I thought that having an exclusive character would be such a big deal. But no, it turns out it is going to be. He is going to be coming to Marvel's Avengers as an exclusive to the PlayStation platforms. Yeah, which I, uh, I know a lot of people were trying to throw around. It's like, oh, well, it's because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man, yeah. which is not true. They own the movie not rights to Spider-Man. They don't necessarily yeah, own kinda. the video game rights. Yeah, it, it is true that he. I mean, if you look back to the relationship between Sony as a whole and Spider-Man, it do have a good does seem that they they might have something in there. There has to be a reason as to why Spider-Man keeps popping up on, on PlayStation. I don't think that it necessarily is that it they have an exclusive deal for the video games because if that were true, he wouldn't be on. He wouldn't have appeared on Ultimate Alliance 3, which came exactly. to the Nintendo Switch. Exactly, yeah. But since it keeps popping up, I do wonder if there is some kind of deal in there. Or is it maybe that Sony just has a better relationship with Marvel Studios and, and Disney and their game divisions that maybe maybe they have such a good relationship that they can, can go to them. Sony can go to them and just ask for an exclusive deal and they will give it to them i wonder yeah i i i i i i wonder too because i i'm also thinking it's just like hey if xbox is uh you know trying to convert people with the services side mm -hmm. of, of things I, I i think we've really seen playstation double down on exclusives right yeah it, whether it's exclusive games or it's like hey our, our next console is go, go, going to actually be like a next generation leap forward. You have to get the the new co co console to play the new games, stuff like that. Like I, I, I wonder if 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 that's just them just being like, hey, we're willing to spend the money to get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has been Sony's strategy, even going back all the way to even PS3 with third party deals that Sony will go to developers and get certain exclusive things for mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Microsoft and Phil Spencer came out talking about how at least now where they are, they don't like the idea of exclusivity deals. Right. Whether that is true or not, it 
we don't know. Well, it, but it's, Phil Spencer it's... has come out to say that. And I don't think that that's going to work in their favor. Because it, it kind of feels like mm-hmm. Sony and Microsoft are in a fight and Microsoft just doesn't want to throw a punch. And while that's happening, Sony just keeps throwing punch after punch at them. I think that's one way to look at it, but I I, I think this is also very much in line with Microsoft's strategy of of just consumer first, like we are going to do stuff that will uh, affect the like largest number of gamers and stuff like that. If if that makes sense, because I think there's been a lot of comparisons thrown around this week to destiny when there was exclusive content to destiny 2 i believe uh on playstation mm-hmm. and the destiny c- community hated that they thought it was terrible and certain weapons that a- ended up being exclusive that were a lot a lot of fun to play on playstation would be nerfed multiple times over by time they got to xbox right and it like it 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 never had that same cycle and it was never fun for them and so i like i i know that destiny is not exclusive to microsoft or step or stuff like that but i i think microsoft has been really great especially recently at looking at the communities and seeing things that gamers don't like and being, all right, well, then we're not going to do stuff like that. Mm, Yeah, I I wouldn't say that Sony is doing the opposite to that. I do think that Sony, their strategy is that they just want to give their platform more value to the people that are on their platform. Whereas Microsoft's strategy is that we just want to be everywhere or at the, in the most places. It's going to be easier for people to get to us. But yeah. if this generation has been any indicative to anything, is that that strategy has been working very well for Sony. I mean, Sony keeps getting exclusive after exclusive. Mm-hmm. Not only first party, which this year we already got to be exclusives coming from them which are the last of us part two and ghost of tsushima but the other one of the biggest game of the year final fantasy 7 remake is at the moment exclusive for ps4 yeah so it is a strategy that has been working for them very well we you can see it with the with how many more consoles the ps4 has sold compared to the xbox one the number just came out recently that the PS4 apparently is has sold around 115, I think, 15, 16, somewhere around that million units. So it's clearly a, a strategy that has worked for Sony. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, was something else that I wanted to say on on this, but now I'm I'm blinking on it. Wasn't the oh uh, so, so yes something else that I that I saw that I did not think about un- until I heard people mention this is that with Spider Man DLC this is also kind of limiting Crystal Dynamics on what they can do with the character 
in what the sense mean? that if if it's exclusive to one console, they're not really gonna do much like story stuff with with, I mean, with him. Yeah, or at least not but... not not stuff that really matters. They, I mean, they might I have think... some story stuff, but I have seen people have that argument. But I don't, I don't think that that's any different from any of the other DLC characters that are, are going to come. I don't see. But but I don't with see like any different. Hawkeye, for example, yeah. who I think they they said is going to be the first DLC mm-hmm. character that's out for free for everyone, is like if they wanted to continue the story with Hawkeye or some stuff with that they can because that's available to everyone whereas with spider-man they cannot put super important lower stuff in 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 that not that they necessarily would because it's dlc anyways but it's just it's one of those things that it's like they kind of it 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 makes it feel like they kind of have to dumb things down just a little bit and just be like okay he's basically only a character and that's it like you're not gonna get much story stuff sure but i think that's some that's something that we'll have to wait and see i don't think personally right now i don't think that they would continue the main story with the dlc characters what i do think that they will do is that the dlc characters will have their own story missions which which is something that they've said that every character will come with story missions but i think that it's going to be character specific like it's going to be their their story not really a continuation of the main story so uh, to that point where they that you're saying that they wouldn't be able to progress the main story i do think that we'll have to wait and see what what it means for DLC characters to have a, their own story, and if indeed that they are continuing the main story. Good p- p- point. Good point. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm hesitantly looking forward to this game. The reaction to the beta hasn't really done anything for me. I'm I'm not much of a beta player. I I, I don't <laughs> necessarily like diving in those things i want to play like the finished thing um sure but the yeah the mixed reactions haven't really helped because of that i do recommend that you you jump into the free beta that is going to be happening i think in two weeks i do think that probably still gonna be playing this game because i'm a huge comic book nerd and just like well it's an avengers game i have to play this one well if you're in the fence i do recommend that you play the beta okay and and going away from all the negative parts and focusing on the fact that Spider-Man is coming to the game, that's really exciting for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like Spider-Man, and I really want to see what they do, <clears throat> what they do with the character in the game. Yeah, seeing how how different the each character is in the game, I I really want to see what they do with Spider-Man in there. Yeah, and I'm really excited. Uh, Spider-Man is one of my favorite heroes, so I'm looking forward to be- being able to play as him. Last thing I will say on this is that yeah, he's my favorite character, so I'm super excited he's in <laughs> the game. Uh, but in terms, like it's it's 
this whole thing of having him be ex exclusive is also kind of weird to me because he's also like Marvel's best-selling character. His comics sell the most consistently. They have for yeah. decades. And, yeah, their and movies like, do great. Yeah, and and his movies have have sold like hotcakes. So, uh, like it's it's just it's it's interesting for me yeah. to see that they would allow someone to. <clears throat> put it on in like put an exclusive put him exclusively on one console rather than being like hey he's he's basically our highest selling character we're gonna make him available to everyone so he can sell to everyone whereas this is like we can only sell to people who have playstation 4s and playstation 5s mm. so, yeah one point know. that I, I forgot to talk about is that i wonder if maybe Spider-Man wouldn't exist if it wasn't in an exclusive manner. I do wonder that. I wonder if Spider-Man is there in a way because of Sony. Maybe, Maybe. Sony financed having Spider-Man in there and if not, they wouldn't be able to have it in there. Or maybe they had Insomniac work with Square Enix on, on the character. I do wonder. We shall wait and see. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Moving on, though, let's start talking about some <clears throat> Microsoft news. Microsoft ends xCloud testing on iOS early, and we will not see a release on Apple products when it comes to Game Pass Ultimate September 15th. This is coming from Mike Peterson over at Apple Insider, who writes... Microsoft has confirmed that it has ended its xCloud game service testing on iOS. On the same day, it announced new partnerships with Samsung. Uh, uh, skipping ahead a bit, he writes, ahead of a broader launch of xCloud in September, Microsoft has announced its has announced that its iOS testing is concluding uh, starting on August 5th, which has already passed uh, quite a bit er earlier than the original September 11th conclusion date. Testing on Android is set to continue, however. Taking this one step further, though, Apple mm -hmm. responded uh, to Business Insider and the, their statement uh, mentioned the following. Our customers enjoy great apps and games. Around millions of developers and gaming services can abs and gaming services can absolutely launch on the App Store as long as they follow the same set of guidelines uh, applicable to all developers, including submitting games individually for review and appearing in charts and search. Lastly, Microsoft responded to Apple responding, uh, and Microsoft t t told The Verge this. Apple stands alone as the only general-purpose platform to deny c c customers from cloud gaming and game subscription services like Xbox Game Pass, and it consistently treats gaming apps differently, applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps, 
even when they include interactive content. All games available in the Xbox Game Pass catalog are rated for content by independent industry rating bodies such as the ESRB and regional equivalents. Ignacio, they are going at it here. A little yeah. bit. A little bit of well, he what do you said, think of he this? Said, he said. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in one hand, uh, this sucks, of course. Mm -hmm. I I do believe in the cloud gaming future. I do want to see it grow. And this sucks. It sucks that this huge chunk of of a base won't be able to access Game Pass. Yeah. On the other hand, I do understand that it it is going against both against their Apple's terms of service, if it's true what they said, but it's also going against. Apple's own interests. Apple really has is, yeah. Apple Arcade, so you could easily see Xcloud being a competitor to their own Apple Arcade, in in a way. So Xcloud would would go against their interests, and I, I do think that one one good way at seeing this is that change Apple for Nintendo or for Sony. You of course wouldn't expect Xcloud to come. To those platforms because of course you need, neither sony nor nintendo would want xcloud on their own platform having these service compete with their own games interesting point so yeah. you could make the same argument for apple which also has its own service and its own marketplace and the games that they want to sell this would be going over all that and on the other other hand this doesn't affect me because xcloud isn't coming here and probably would never come bummer what's yeah. interesting to me though is apple specifies that hey you can include these games but you have to submit each game individually for review yeah which... but i wonder if they if that's true or they are just saying that uh, I, I, like having a, i don't know a, a but it it's it seems on one hand like hey if you submit these games individually it's fine we can them on there which seems ridiculous but it seems like that would make more work for apple yeah I, I and not not like that. not partnering with the asrb to be like hey how about you be the ones to rate these games which they already do i don't think that's the same kind of rating maybe well I, sure it's not exactly the same but i i i i think that's kind of what they're getting at that like hey we're making sure uh, yeah. This stuff doesn't have, you know, sexual content or nudity or the or microtransactions even also quality, aren't too egregious. Yeah. yeah, sure. QA, which is, I yeah. don't think it's something that the ESRB does. They do not. No. But yeah, I the way that they're wording this, I do see that taking them by the, their word, what they're saying this is that in order for Excel to work on... Apple and, and on iOS, Xcloud would have to be, have a big implementation on the App Store in a way that you would see also with, for example, EA Access on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. How EA Access is, it is its own app, but if you go to the PS Store in there, you would see that certain games in the PlayStation Store have the EA Access banner there and you can get them through EA Access through the 
to the store because there is a bigger implementation in there. Mm-hmm. So taking them by their word, they would need a bigger implementation and work more hand in hand with Apple in order to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And also this isn't very surprising if you look at the at what was the test that was going on on iOS for XCloud. It was you very were in different that t- 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 test. Right. <clears throat> so from what I know, it was very different from how it was on Android. On Android, it was more easy to access. You had to go through fewer hoops. And also, there were more games in there. Whereas with the iOS test, you had to get a special app in there that was specific for for betas and demos and stuff like that. Interesting. And also, there was only one game in there. They could only get one game in there, which was the Master Chief Collection. So it was like only one game and only limited to like 10,000 people or something. Yeah. And we knew that that had to do with Apple's own policies. So even then that was a bad start. And looking back, it was an indicative to what's to what was going to happen. Makes sense. What a bummer though. Yeah. I I love my iPhone. I'm not really gonna be switching to, <laughs> no, uh, stuff like that. But I I also don't know if I would really want to play on my phone. Like I like the idea of that, right? But I think I would ra- ra- rather have a tablet. Yeah, I do like the screen. novelty of of being able to play a full game <clears throat> on your phone. I got to test that when I was in San Francisco. I I liked how I could go to school and if I had a downtime, I could go to the library or even go to the bathroom one time and just play, <laughs> in that case, Master Chief Collection, which is a full game. Yeah. Granted, I did have to carry with me a controller, which already was another thing that had I had to carry with me. Nacio, get out of the bathroom. You've been in there for 20 minutes. Hold on, I I'm almost done. I need to checkpoint. Yeah, I need to f- find a safe space. Safe spot. I need to clear the wave. <laughs> Good but stuff, yeah. man. Okay, mm. well, let's move on to number three, uh, which is all about Nintendo financials. They seem to have been doing Ooh. gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from Adam Bankhurst at IGN, who writes, Nintendo's first quarter results for its fiscal year ending in March 2021 have revealed some impressive details, including that Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold over 22 million copies, that the Switch has sold over 61 million units, and that Nintendo's net profits year over year have grown by 500 percent by over 500 percent uh animal crossing new horizons at 22.4 million units sold has become the second best-selling nintendo switch game behind mario kart 8 deluxe behind mario kart 8 deluxe's 26.74 million it has surpassed both Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which have sold 19.99 million and 18.6 million units, respectively. 
is right. Goodness gracious. Yeah. They are raking in the dough. Yeah. First of all, this is the first time, the only time that you will see Birth of the Wild on 1999 on the on the same sentence. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is incredible how much, how many units Animal Crossing has sold. I, I, Which, I'm still like, did I miss something by not buying yeah, that no, right? game? I know. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, good for them. They've sold a lot of units. Good for Animal Crossing and everyone that's playing it and loving it. Mm -hmm. There are a ton of people out there, of course, seeing these numbers. But in a way, it's kind of a bummer to all of us who have no interest in Animal Crossing. Because this year hasn't... If you take away Animal Crossing... Take away everyone that's enjoying Animal Crossing, even to this day. Take away mm -hmm. that. This year hasn't been good for Nintendo fans. We haven't gotten much. We got Paper Mario. And that's that, I think. Ring Fit, I think. Was that out end I of I think that came out last year. Last year. And last year? I'm well, pretty sure it came out last year. Yeah, they, they did have a big spike on Ring Fit right as the pandemic happened but uh yeah yeah so I don't know. for those of us who have no interest in animal crossing it has been a bummer of a year Agreed. we haven't gotten much not many reasons to play the nintendo switch we'll hopefully see. the rumor the mario collection is real we already saw one part of the rumor be true which was the paper mario the new paper mario game so hopefully that's indicative that the Mario Collection is indeed real. So hopefully we'll get something on that soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I would love that indeed. Uh, yeah. Speaking of financials and stuff like that, I did also see that Take-Two, I believe it was. They also had a good first quarter or whatever. Uh, I did not put that one in the docket here because I kind of yeah, figured there would be it. multiple stories like that of like, hey, the pandemic, everyone started buying video games. Well, we've Which gotten is... all those stories before, but yeah, yeah, lately, I don't think the NPD comes out until next week, I think. Okay. Or two weeks. We'll see. But good for Nintendo. Hope yeah. Hopefully they uh, they start putting out some more stuff soon. <laughs> Dude, you look back at five years, six years, and you would never expect these kinds of numbers with Nintendo. They've really come a long way since the Wii U. Uh, number four, we had a PlayStation State of Play this past week. Ignacio, did you get a chance to watch this? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was pretty excited that we were going to get a State of Play. We... Got a couple of state of plays this year, but not this kind of state of play. We haven't seen one like this since last year. Gotcha. So it yeah. was pretty exciting seeing them bring it back. I I did not get a chance to watch it. I was going to, and then mm -hmm. I didn't hear much good things coming out about it on the internet. Yeah. Uh, but then as I was just listing out all of the games that they had here, I was like, oh man, they they showed a lot more than I was expecting. I mean, it, um, it was a good state of play. It wasn't. There was nothing to blow your socks off, and it wasn't bad. It was yeah. just good. 
Okay. So yeah, Fair that's enough. why that's why you don't see many people out there really being coming out of it very excited. Let me run down the list here. We'll name them all, uh, and and then if there's a couple of them that uh, we want to point out and talk about more, we can dive in that way. Uh, first up, they had a new trailer and some gameplay for Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Yeah, After they showed that, a, a bunch of interesting things here. They did, uh, yeah. If, if you want to talk about it. I, well, are you well, excited of, for Crash Bandicoot or not? Personally, no, but we'll we'll circle back around to Crash after we get this list done here. Then they announced that Hitman 3 would be supporting VR. Braid Anniversary Edition got a new trailer as well. The Pathless got a new trailer. I think that is a kind of Breath of the Wild-like video game. Spelunky 2 got a release date of September 15th. Uh, Genshin Impact got a new trailer, which also is supposedly like Breath of the Wild, but anime. Uh, oh, I think that's the Chinese Breath of the Wild. I think so, yeah. Maybe. that That's what it was. Um, then Aeon Must Die got a debut trailer. Anno... Mutation M, I believe that's how you say it. I don't know. Sure. That that got a gameplay trailer. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that one because I know that is a cyberpunk styled something, uh, which has piqued my interest. And then uh, next thing we're t- t- talking about, talking about bug snacks. Uh, oh, that got a snacks. gameplay trailer. Uh, I know that was probably super exciting for most people <laughs> out there. Star Wars yeah. VR Vader Immortal coming August twenty fifth. Now, Ignacio, Finally. is this is is this just a pack of them all? If I'm not mistaken, it is the trilogy, which okay. would make sense. I don't think it would make sense to release them separately. Yeah, because I was like, I thought they had already came out on this. No, one. all right, cool. Uh, next up was the Control Alan Wake DLC, uh, which is going to be out. August 27th, then we got a gameplay trailer for Auto Chess. Uh, then we got the, the Pedestrian, which got a new trailer and which will be coming January 2021 to PlayStation 4. Uh, that seemed like an interesting puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Then we got the Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. I saw a few people t- talking about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got uh, some updates for Temtem, and some updates for Godfall. Was, I yep. think, the first PlayStation 5 game that they had announced. I think that's the Gearbox one. The, like, yeah, the Gearbox looter slasher. Looter slasher. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Ignacio. A lot of things. A lot of stuff here. Bandicoot. I know you're excited about that one. Yeah. I what, don't uh, think that you should play the, at least the Insane Trilogy. Okay. So I do what, recommend it. What, what about this one kind of piqued your interest? Uh, what piqued my interest is that it does look like they're putting in a lot of work into Crash Bandicoot 4. You, you of course, get your typical levels that you go mm-hmm. through as Crash. We also knew already that you would be able to play as Crash's sister and also as 
Dr. Neocortex, which is Crush's enemy. Gotcha. But they now reveal that you would be able to play as yet another character, which I forgot the name, but it's kind of like, a, not a dingo, what was it? Well, it is one of the enemies from the Crush games. So you'll be able gotcha. to play as that. They also showed off the different power-ups that you would get throughout the game. We knew that Crash would be able to get different masks and that, that those would give him powers. So they went a bit through that. And also they showed off how you would be able to replay the levels in different ways. How Okay. How you could change up your replays of certain levels. Interesting. For example, what they showed there was they showed off the the original level and then they showed off the how you could play it in a different way. For example, there was one where the game was now, or the level was now just all white, and you, I don't remember how you would throw paint at the level, and that was going to show off more of the level. Interesting. There was one that was, I don't remember if it was, it was all dark, or it looked kind of like weird, but it was some visual stuff. And then the one that I found very interesting was that it was a level, but they made it underwater. They just flooded the whole level. And now you had to go through the level with underwater physics. Interesting. Okay. And I thought that that was pretty cool how they let you go again through all the levels that you played, but in a new or different way. I thought that was a nice touch to it. And I said to add to the game. It's and I, I'm still pretty excited for the game. It, it does seem that they understand Crash Bandicoot. It does feel seem like it's going to feel like the old Crash Bandicoot games, than that it's going to feel like the Insane Trilogy, which I think it's impressive seeing how it is a different developer than even the Insane Trilogy. Right, yeah. So I'm pretty excited for the game. That's good. Good. It, it, mm -hmm. it looks like they've put a lot of work into that one. So. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Was there? Are 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 you interested in bug snacks? Not for you. Yeah, I I have to be honest. Neither am I, which I know is like blast from me to most people. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, we know it's... that we know why most people are excited for bug snacks, which is this song and the, <laughs> yeah. rid the ridiculous concept. Okay. What about uh, Control? How, did 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 you play Control last year? I don't remember. Yeah, it was one of my favorite games of the year. Okay, it might have been my runner-up for game of the year. Um, are you going to be getting the Alan Wake DLC? Maybe I still haven't gotten the other DLC that came out, and I neither have I. Like I said, I really loved Control, but I haven't gotten to playing the DLC. I want to do it at some point, but I just haven't done it yet. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I. I don't know if I'm gonna get the DLC because I also haven't gotten that first one. Um, but I know that Remedy also did announce that they are working on their next game. Yeah. Uh, and it will also take place within the Control and Alan Wake universes. Yep. I guess just universe since they're all yeah kind of in the same <laughs> one, one universe. I guess. So, mm -hmm. uh, there you go. That's exciting. That intrigues me a lot because that trailer for that one, I at least watched that one. And that, that trailer just, ugh, 
the atmosphere on yeah. that they, they look so good yeah ah. so i'm excited for their next game as the well other, the other game that i wanted to shout out was hitman 3 sure i'm not very much a hitman player i played like the demo that came out for the first hitman of the this trilogy mm-hmm. but i wanted to give it a shout out because they just announced that not only is going to is hitman 3 going to be I think fully playable on VR, but they also announced that the other two games would also be fully playable on VR. Oh man, okay. I d- didn't know it was the first two as well. Yeah, they yeah. they've been crushing it with the the Hitman stuff. I love those yeah. games. And a lot um, of people love it. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. for Hit Hitman Three, though I'm not gonna be playing it in VR because I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, uh, but yeah. What else is here? Braid, I've I'd never heard about it. The Pathless, I think that the trailer or the the gameplay demo that they had there, it did a good job at selling me on the game. It okay. did look cool. Good stuff. So I, yeah, good stuff. So good I will stuff. be checking that one out. Spelunky two, I barely played the first one. What else? Genshin Impact. That game looks interesting. Like I said, it is Chinese Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. But I, what has me intrigued for the game is that it, it did look very action-inspired, like very anime-inspired in a way. Okay, so, so maybe a little bit faster-paced than yeah, exactly. what Breath of the Wild was? Okay. Yeah, more emphasis on the combat, I think. Gotcha. Which... Because of that, I will keep an eye on it, and maybe I'll play it eventually. Uh, out of these, what else? Godfall. Godfall is a game that I wasn't very interested in. Mm-hmm. But again, they show gameplay now. And I'm not super sold on the game, but I am more sold now than I was before. It did re- look really cool. The what they showed off of the combat in there. I do want to know more about how what you'll do other than the combat, or if it's just going to be combat. If I wonder if there's a story, I want to know. Are there different locations? That stuff I want to know. But what they had there for the combat, it really looked pretty cool. Yeah, from what I've seen of Godfall so far, I'm really not interested. It doesn't really look like a game for me, but again... It's kind of one of those things that, like, hey, at launch, there's usually not much to play. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe I'll be jumping into this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's um, move on. That's pretty much it. Let's move on to Rocksteady. Uh, they have finally announced their new game. Finally. Ignacio. It's a Suicide Squad game. So, this is coming from Matt Perslow over at IGN. Uh, they write, Batman Arkham series developer Rocksteady has announced that it is working on a Suicide Squad video game and will announce further details on August 22nd as a part of DC FanDome, DC Comics' digital fan event. That's kind of it. That's all we got so far. Yeah. We just know that they're, so they're, know. they're making a Suicide Squad game. We've gotten one picture which was a picture of superman kind of facing away from the camera with uh, purple eyes to one one side one side and yeah then there was like a suicide squad 
kind of logo uh, on yeah. his face. There, yeah, so. which that poster kind of give, gives credence to the rumor that this is going to be a Suicide Squad game where you count down, fight the Justice League, mm-hmm. which comes from a, yeah, which comes from a leaked what was it a URL that was something like the Justice League kill no Suicide Squad kills the Justice League or something like that. Yeah, that I, I think we covered that a couple weeks ago or so. Yeah. Or so. Uh, but yeah, I mean. There's been rumors for a while that they were working on a Suicide Squad game, mm-hmm. uh, and then they they finally announced it here. So I'm 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 excited about that. I know also in the Arkham Origins game, which was made by WB Montreal, which we still don't know what their next game, mm-hmm. their next Batman game is. Um, that at the end of that one, there was like a post credits kind of scene. With Amanda Waller recruiting Deadshot into the Suicide Squad. Yeah, but I doubt he will follow that. Yeah, this is Rocksteady, and that one was WB. Very true, but it was at least a taste that they were like potentially wanting to do something with the Suicide Squad, or at least WB was. I mean, uh. Yeah, WB just in 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 general was interested in maybe doing a Suicide Squad game something well, with the movies to that, coming out and stuff like that. So to that point, we kind of know that that WB was indeed working on a Suicide Squad game, but they they ended up scrapping it. Interesting. I did not yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah. So so because of that, it, it is kind of funny to see Rocksteady actually picking it up making a game with Suicide Squad and I wonder the reception that it will get especially coming out or we all know the Suicide Squad movie and how it wasn't good so I wonder if that will have an impact on the game Um, yeah to add to that though I know that James Gunn is working on mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad movie uh, the new one I guess it's supposed to be Suicide Squad 2, but it's, I think, just yes, the Suicide no. Squad. Maybe um, it isn't the same. Some characters aren't the same actors. Some are. Yeah, it's intended to be a standalone sequel to Suicide Squad mm. 2016 and the Oscar 10th film in Suicide the Squad. DC Extended Universe. Uh, the film was written and directed by James Gunn, blah, blah, blah. That should be out August 6th, 2021. I don't know mm-hmm. if that date has then moved around because of you the pandemic have. or not, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, like I, I, this is also kind of something they do in the world of comics. If they know there is going to be a big movie coming out or or something, uh, they will often put their like top writers on the the stuff. Like about a year and a half or so before the Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out, they relaunched the. Guardians of the Galaxy series with a brand new number one. It was written by Brian Michael Bendis, I believe. Um, and yeah, he was he was like the top dog at Marvel for a long, long time. Um, and so it's like, yeah, like let's get our superstars working on this stuff. And so I'm wondering if it's a similar kind of thing of just like, hey, we had the Suicide Squad movie, didn't do great. Mm-hmm. 
Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we have a James Gunn-led Suicide Squad sequel coming out as well. That could be really good. We all know how well the Guardians of the Galaxy films were taken. So this could end up being a good thing if we start capitalizing now on a video game. Yeah. Again, we don't know much about this game. We'll get more details on during the fandom. The end of the month, yeah. But the rumors are that it might be a games as a service game, which kind of lowers my excitement a little bit. Makes sense, though. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, I do want to know how they'll tackle it being a team instead of one character. I do wonder how they'll tackle that. I wonder if it's gonna be like a, like a like one p- 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 part monster hunter, one part like destiny live event thing, right? Where there's like some live event. It's like, oh, Superman is now in Go- Go- Gotham. Go 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 g- get him! You know, no. you have to like. There's a bunch of Harley Quinns running around with giant mallets. I'm like, come on, soups, let's go. <laughs> who knows nah I don't think that they would do something like that <laughs> yeah Rocksteady I'm hire sure. me I have great ideas <laughs> uh, is that a great idea no it's not it's not a great idea but yeah we'll get more artistic fandom also apparently WB's game is a bit further in development than Suicide Squad so hopefully we'll also get something during DC Phantom for that. Hopefully, because they've been teasing that one for a long time. They teased it, and then they did nothing with it for a long time. And then they teased it again, and then they did uh, nothing, did nothing with, it. with it. Yeah, so uh, the, one, the one story uh, that I wanted to move on to next is kind of a hold over from last week, since we did not record mm-hmm. in episode uh but halo confirmed via a tweet um that the halo infinite multiplayer will be free to play they tweeted out halo is for everyone we can confirm that halo infinite multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 fps on xbox series x more details will be shared later okay when they say free to (laughs) No, I'm going to ask you. Okay. When they go say free to play, what does that mean to you? Well, this is an interesting one. Uh, I think it's it's. I I don't know how I feel about this actually because on one hand, cool. Like I I I like that yeah. I can play it. Free to play. I I don't need to have Game Pass or something. Um. But then that that makes me wonder, well, if I don't need to pay for the multiplayer, but I do want to buy the game, the game is really only the single-player story mode. So the first thing I wonder then is, is that going to be worth $60? Or is it going to be cheaper? Mm. Is it going to be a $40 well, you dollar can get it thing? On game pass. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you can just get it on Game Pass. So you essentially don't have to pay all that much to play the story mode. On top of that, uh, mm-hmm. With the multiplayer going free to play, 
everyone is wondering what's the microtransactions going to be like. Uh, yeah. That I think is the big uh, thing on everyone's mind. Know. Like, how how will they monetize this if you don't even have to have Game Pass to play the multiplayer? Yeah, that's a good point. But then again, it's Microsoft, and with their whole strategy, I thought that they would put microtransactions on a Halo game. And also, how will they get money? Well, how but, do they get money with Game Pass? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I think the Halo story has kind of gone downhill over the past two installments. Uh, three, mm-hmm. four, three. Those games haven't been as well received as the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, like, I know Halo multiplayer is still really, really good. People like it. It's just not the hottest thing right now, right? But so I yeah. like. I'm really wondering if if people are really gonna play the single player campaign like i i just i don't see that happening right now i don't know i i I don't know how i feel about about it because i'm also someone who's in it more for the campaign like Mm i i want that story um and i know i'm gonna get my butt whooped if i try to do the multi player stuff but i don't know man like i i also have such fond memories of playing the halo multiplayer that i think this is a great way to get people who maybe lapsed halo players or lapsed gamers just to be mm -hmm. like hey you guys can play halo multiplayer right now for for free if you have an xbox or a pc right like you can just hop in now and I think mm. that'll do good for them, but I think they need some way to maybe monetize it somehow, some way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, my customizing the reason... Spartan, stuff like that. So. Going back to the question, I wasn't expecting it to go that way. The reason I was asking was, is it, does free-to-play mean that you'll be able to download the game even though you don't own the game? Or does it mean that you don't need uh, games with no Xbox Live Gold to play online. That's also been the rumor about Xbox Live Gold, especially with them canceling the 12 month subscription for that stuff. They're wondering if they're just gonna kind of get rid of that paywall because it's mm-hmm. kind of strange to be like, hey, Fortnite is free to play, however, you have to have Xbox Live Gold, which you have to pay for. Yeah, or the bigger point that. People don't need games with gold, not Xbox Live Gold when playing games on their PC or Xbox on on their phone, but they would need it for the Xbox. Right, and if 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 you don't need it for the PC, like mm-hmm. and but you can get Halo on Xbox Game Pass. Does that mean you can play the multiplayer through that version? Mm-hmm. Like I. Yeah, it, it's a weird thing. So I, I, I feel like something is up. They are changing some things. I don't know exactly what, but they're they're making yeah. moves. Yeah, no. For a long time, I don't understand Microsoft's moves. Yeah, we'll see. So we, just, we just have to wait and see. Uh, well, that about wraps us up for the news, the big news stories. So let's get on to new and notable. 
Pikmin 3 is coming to Switch on October 30th. This, this, this was like the big surprise announcement of the week here. Uh, yeah. Nintendo, did they... They didn't really have a d- direct. They just kind of tweeted it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, kind of like the same that happened with Paper Mario. How the announced okay. that just on a tweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm super happy this is coming to the Switch. I can't say I'm super invested in the Pikmin franchise, but I know this was like one of, if not the main game that was still locked on the wii u it's like why isn't this on switch come on where is it uh yeah and then i'm also wondering if this is kind of like them testing out the waters because a long time ago they announced that they were working on pikmin 4 yeah it was years ago though (laughs) that was years ago so yeah nothing has gone yeah who knows yeah i've never played a pikmin game so it doesn't excite me i'm not gonna play it and all this this says to me is that Nintendo is just porting every game from Wii U except 3D World. And I want <laughs> them to port 3D World. I want to play that game. Who knows? Come man. on, Nintendo. Yeah, so when? This You're is Pikmin 3. It's going to be the deluxe edition with all of the DLC included. Yeah. I think they even said they had a like a new character that you could p- play as or you could play it as co-op. I don't know. Yeah, time. I think. So, good stuff. We'll see. They, yeah, they are adding stuff to the game. Good stuff. Next up, Baldur's Gate Three has been delayed from August. Uh, more details will come on August eighteenth in the panel from Hell, which I believe Jeff Keeley is hosting. Um, but yeah, they they were we know we knew that they were shooting for August. That they, they had, I think, our, the last update we got with Baldur's 3, they had said, like, hey, we're hoping for August, but because of the pandemic, it might get delayed. But they did say that they, they do know when the release date will be. They're, they're, they're just going to announce it at this panel mm-hmm. from hell. So, good stuff. Uh, Hyperscape Season 1 starts on August 11th. Uh, that will be available on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Uh, so that mm-hmm. will now be out on most consoles. Good stuff. I I have heard good things. I've also heard this is one, if you are not good at these t- t- types of g- games, you're going to get your shit wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it is a game that I want to try out. So Me too. Good to know that it's coming soon to the PS4. Yeah, and I believe that will also be free to play. So. Yeah. Uh, and then, Ignacio, you just added this one in. Digimon uh-huh. Survive is delayed to 2021. Maybe? Maybe not? Yeah. What's up with this guy? I, I read this story today because I was looking for information on Digimon Survive. Digimon Survive got announced a while ago, and we just haven't seen much of the game. So a while back, I read that Apparently, the game had been indefinitely delayed, mainly mm-hmm. because of COVID. But now reading this, apparently, there have just been conflictly, conflicting reports going on. Going around. Nobody knows what what's happening. Yeah, so apparently, what was it? Toei's 
Okay, so here, Toei's Animation Japan's release schedule suggests that Digimon Survive and another Digimon game are still on course for release in 2020, contradicting the suggested 2021 date on Toei Animation Europe's site. Mm. So one says 2020, one says January 2021. Who knows? I just want the, the game to come out. Interesting. I'm very excited for the game. I wanted to come out. Yeah, you're a big old Digimon nerd. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. That's mainly the reason as to why I want to play it. It's, it's I want a Digimon game that I really love. And this looks like it. What kind be. of game is it supposed to be? So it is kind of like a, how do I describe it? It's kind of like uh what's it called? A game with a lot of steel images and a lot of text. What are they called? Oh, um, why am I blanking on this now too? <laughs> well, it looks like that kind of game, but Fuck. not. That's one part of the game. That's a story part. There's also the RPG element in there, and it has a new fighting system apparently. It has a cool art style. I really like the art style of the game and also the art style of the fights in there. Okay. But I, I like that it, they are going to make to have an an original story, but kind of like similar to the classic demon stories. Gotcha. As opposed to the last demon stories that we got, which were the cyber Visual novel. Games. That was the, yeah. We are idiots. Visual novel. Okay, good. Yeah, so it kind of looks like a visual novel, but an RPG too, maybe. Interesting. Okay. But yeah. Good stuff. Good well, stuff. That wraps us up for new and notable. Let's get on to our last section, which is the Upper Runners. <laughs> Dr. Disrespect had his first YouTube stream uh, in which over 500,000 people showed up. Bill has no idea why he was banned from Twitch. Yeah. Weird. 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 Weird, 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 weird. The whole thing is yeah. weird. He came out and said, I have no idea why I got banned. Which, I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but now, so I think Dr. Disrespect is now on YouTube. I I, he, I mean, he's not ex yeah. exclusive, but he's... There, I think Ninja is doing his thing there. I have no idea where Shroud to, went. I think Ninja came back to Twitch. I think I read that. Did he? Not, a, not an, as an exclusive, but he is streaming again on Twitch, I think. Dang. Um, Yeah, because I, I was wondering if we were going to see kind of more and more people go to YouTube and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I don't... I haven't heard where Shroud went or if he has started yeah, streaming again, mm. but they're all the big ones. It seemed like they were going to YouTube for a while there, so maybe. Keep an eye out. Uh, on top of that, uh, the next one is more than 870 Blizzard employees organize creating a list of demands for their employer, including fair play. Fair pay and more sick t time. 
this is apparently one of the largest examples of workplace organizing within the video games industry. Uh, good old Jason Schreier had a report on this over at Bloomberg. Um, so, interesting thing. I think that's at least worth noting. If you guys want to read more about that, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, did 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 you get to see this one, Ignacio? Apparently, yeah, it was a I, historical I novel. I did see it, boy. A, a yeah. historical novel that accidentally used the Breath of the Wild ingredients uh, or like their recipe for red dye in in mm. in the book. I guess he was like doing some research on like how do you make red dye and looked it up and they found the yeah. recipe for Breath of the Wild and they put that yeah. in the book instead. If, <laughs> so if you look at the text that has been floating around from an excerpt from this novel I started reading it without context that it was a mistake and I thought oh how cool is it that a, uh, an author is including this stuff from Breath of the Wild yeah uh, that's cool but then reading more into it apparently <laughs> that was a mistake yeah he seemed apparently yeah he googled this red dye recipe and I don't know how you don't reading the stuff that's in there I don't know how you (laughs) mess up this big because it's not like he just included names of flowers or stuff like that he included a lot of stuff in there like Octorox and other stuff and locations I think yeah it's (laughs) wild it's so funny yeah but now, yeah, now it's 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 too late for them to change it and stuff like that. So it's out there in the world. Uh, next up, Sonic the Hedgehog movie bombs at the China box office, only making one point two seven million. Mm. Womp, womp, womp. I, I think I, yeah. I I saw that like at least sixty five percent of Chinese theaters are back to. Open and operating yeah. at a fairly normal capacity. Uh, I think it was a lower capacity, something like that. But yeah, there you go. Sonic not doing so hot, mm. not going fast in China. Yeah. Did you watch the movie? I did not. No, I did, and I really enjoyed it. Not bad. Hmm. Good. Yeah go um next up the epic game store is apparently getting achievements and mod support Mm. Uh, i know this is one of the many features that people were complaining about yeah that the epic game store doesn't have this or doesn't have that but steam does it has this and it's like well yeah no epic game store is brand new yeah i still don't think that that's an excuse it being it's brand new. Not necessarily an excuse, but I don't think you can expect them to come out of the gate like just as good, if not better. Like you have to give them some room to like find their to find their footing. I don't know. As someone who's studying engineering and has had to make products, not big products, but products, one thing that they do teach you is that it's not like you make this 
tough in a vacuum. You do sure, have to right. look at yeah. what's out there. Yeah. So because of that, I don't think it's an excuse that it's brand new that they don't have all this stuff. There you go. Uh, I think last time we did a podcast, we talked about how Twitch basically got yep. banned. I mean, uh, the the yeah. U.S. military <laughs> yes, retreated uh, from Twitch. Yeah, retreated from Twitch. They kind of uh, were getting bombarded with questions about war crimes and stuff like that. Yeah. Since then, AOC has brought some kind of motion or bill or who knows what uh, to ban the military uh, from Twitch as it should not be a place for them to recruit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the House of Representatives here in the United States has voted that down. So if they still want to, they can recruit. Not much of a surprise considering the average age of all all the people that are there. They don't really understand it, I'm sure, yeah. but who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. They... Apparently, the the military will be able to re-enter Twitch, and I don't know. I was thinking of a joke. I could have think of one. I don't know, man. Who knows? But uh, yeah. that that about wraps us up for the upper runners. Ignacio, what are you excited about this week? What's what's on your mind? Ooh. I know you mentioned uh, Agents of Shield is having their finale. Oh right, God, that's heartbreaking. I've been with the show since the first episode, and Same it's heartbreaking here. to see it go. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad that it's going out in a high note. Like I said before, this season has been great, and I'm glad that they have gone even more bananas than usual with the season with the premise. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah. So to see it go, glad that it's on a high note. Uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to the finale. Cool. Uh, are you going to be playing more Paper Mario this week, or are you diving into something else? No, I think more Paper Mario for sure, more Fall Guys, more Final Fantasy. The Avengers beta is only on during the weekends so maybe i'll play more today more tomorrow but then i will have to wait until next weekend and like i said before there's a lot there's incredibly a lot in that beta yeah Mm -hmm. uh let's see yeah i'm hoping to dive into paper mario as well um that should be good i think i'm gonna try and also keep playing uh halo the first one, start playing through more of those in the meantime. Yeah, I think the next big game that I'm excited for is Avengers, but even then, as I kind of expressed, I'm like, ah, excited, but... You should try out the beta when it comes out for free. We'll see, we'll see. But uh, we'll be playing that stuff and making a lot of progress on a bunch of TV shows and stuff that I've been watching, which is super exciting. I finally, for the first time in like two, three years, I I feel like I'm kind of over the hump and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of all of the TV shows that I've fallen behind on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm finally catching up on some of them thanks to being stuck at home here in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. That's it. 
That's what I'm excited for this next week. Uh, be on the lookout for all of that stuff. Ignacio, where can they find yep. you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Twitter at IgnacioRojasB. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. That's my name. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, go like, share, subscribe, sell your soul, tell a friend. Do whatever you need to do to help spread the word. I think we're still sitting at uh, like 82 subscribers over on YouTube. Stuff like that. So if you guys could help us out over there, that would be wonderful. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to stay up to date with our show, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. I believe that is it. This has been episode 36 of Crossplay. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.